Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 136. It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Shrizzy in the building. What's good, everybody? Yes, we back again, back again. Another crazy weekend of sports. You know, of course, we had the culmination of March Madness, the NCAA tournament, so we definitely got to touch on that. But, um, you know, always happy, always a pleasure to be back with our Slackers every single Tuesday. Like we said, episode 136, still going strong. So before we get into our topics, so though, Strizzy, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Sorry about that. I'm putting the uh, the link in the, uh, the the post. I'll post it real quick in the storyline real quick so everybody can see it or whatever. But uh, I'm good, man. Um, really busy this week, actually, truth be told, man. Like, I think I, I think I mentioned it last week. I'm, I'm starting the uh, the LLC, so getting that locked away. Uh, I'm kind of doing a little bit of rebranding, so the merch site's going to be updated pretty soon. Like, So nice. definitely do a little bit of rebranding in, in regards to you know, the social media stuff. So you know, keep on the lookout. New logo coming soon. Uh, I should say logos coming soon. So, I, you know, get right. a couple different ideas, you know what I'm saying? Bouncing off uh, a, a buddy of mine. So, um, yeah, man, a lot, of, a lot of big stuff coming, a lot of changes coming. And uh, hopefully we just continue growing. Yeah, what absolutely. How was your week How, uh, so my far, week, I should say? My week so far is good. It's been starting off uh, kind of busy, but you know how that goes. Uh, always a lot to be done. No, Never enough time in the day. Um, <laughs> that's and that's bro. why we know, you know, time is valuable. So, we're going to go ahead and get it popping here, but I do see some slackers in the building. We want to welcome in Unk. Hello from Texas. We got Pops in the building as well. Good evening to everyone, he says. And um, Bell as well in the house. Hey. How are you? Um, so you? that's what's up. So we got a good collection. Of course, also we got Grace as well. Yeah, Happy Grace. Tuesday to you. So we do appreciate the comments, the engagement. Um, we love to have you guys being a part of the show as we go along. And uh, with that being said, I think we'll go ahead and get into our first topic of the evening. Let's go ahead and get it popping. Let's do it. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Now tuned to NFL Talk. Let's get it. All right, NFL Talk. Um, and before we jump into that, also Anthony Weston joining the show. What's up? What's up, our Bro. brother? Um, the other A-Dub in the building. So, okay, let me go ahead and pull up our... Um, Pull up our little, pull up our little uh, materials here, and we'll we'll jump to NFL talk. Um, not too much going on with NFL talk. Probably the slowest part of the season as free agency is kind of winding down. Most of the transactions happen, and you know, kind of gearing up for the NFL draft. But a couple different things um, that we wanted to touch on. Um, but before we do, actually, sorry, we need to add one more uh, esteemed member to our panel. Yeah. We got we got brother Marcus in the building. What's good? What's up, sir? What up, people? Sorry I'm late, man. Are you good, man? Just in time, really? Yes, just in time. We're just getting started with this NFL talk, and we did want to give a shout-out to uh, Frank Gore, of uh, this image courtesy of the NFL. He officially announced his retirement. Um, we know these last couple of years he's been kind of, um, you know, in and out the league, kind of hanging on, but I want to say, like, a, a you know, a great career, 16-year career after uh, tearing his ACL twice in college, you know, never knowing that he would even fulfill his NFL dream. So um, big shout-out to Frank Gore for sure. Seriously, super long career, man. Just up yeah. to him. I do just kept going, man. Every year I thought the man retired, he just another year. I'm with it. Right. And definitely a veteran leader for so a lot of uh, young running backs, a lot of uh, people looking up to him. But officially hanging it up, uh, congrats to him on that. Um, as Alex says here, Todd Bowles, an unexpected opportunity. Uh, he was moved into the head coaching role for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and uh, Bruce Arians is going to go into the um, like upper management or whatever. So, yeah. pull up Brad Stevenson. What's that? They pull up Brad Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, basically, exactly. He's like, I'm gonna go be on this side, the personnel side, and you can do the coaching. What did you think of this move, though, Marcus? 
Oh, I didn't know about the uh when you sent the email about it. I didn't know that even happened. So okay. um I don't know. I think it's more to it. I think maybe something had to do with the A B thing. You never know. Gotcha. Yeah. It was interesting too. I, I kind of was unexpected. I, I didn't um really know that that was even in the, in the, you know, as an opportunity on the table or whatever for him to step away at this time. But I was also kind of hoping Brian Byron left, which might've gotten the head coaching job um, just because he's young and young and up and coming, but maybe not quite ready. Um, we'll see though. Bowles got his chance before he kind of screwed it up, but now he's, he stepped back a little bit and now he head coach again. So we'll see what's up with that. Strizzy, what did you think though? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I was just going to, you know, allude to that. It's like he got his head coaching job before. Didn't really do too well. Um, but, you know, he's got Brady. Brady's coming back. Gronk's still undecided. Uh, he, he said if he needed to commit to a season right now, he, he wouldn't be able to do it. So who knows? Yeah. Plenty of time for him to make that decision. But um, I, I agree. It's a little bit unexpected. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't foresee Arians leaving. And uh, if the fact that he did, I actually honestly would have liked Leftwich to get that opportunity as well. Um, especially since him and, and, and Brady actually have a really good uh, uh, relationship in regards to the offense. So, um, but, you know, it is, I guess it is what it is. Um, I feel like he took over, I think, for a game or two, didn't he, last season when I think uh, Arians yeah, had over yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, I'm not rooting for him. <laughs> and, <laughs> the Bucks, anyway, I should say. Not not uh, not Bulls. The Bucks. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other thing on this slide, though, NFL coaching news was kind of interesting. We talked about last week the minority uh, requirement to have a minority or a female um, offensive staff uh, member on the coaching staff. And um, I did find out one more detail is that the NFL is actually going to pay for half of that coach's salary um, on behalf of the, like the team. So it's kind of interesting, like how they're incentivizing um, this or maybe they're just saying we'll pay half because they're making it a mandatory thing. But um, Marcus, I didn't know if you had any comments on this and how they updated the Rooney rule. Cause I know we didn't get a chance to uh, hear sure. what your take was yet on this one, but. I, I think it's, I think it's, I guess, okay. But I think whoever get those, that position, it might be a lot of pressure on them though. You know, like you got to come in there and like, I don't know. I, I, I would feel, if I was that person, I would feel a pressure cause they paying me to do this. And now people are gonna be looking at me like, oh, you only got this job because of that, you know? So right, right. I wish it was a way they could have, they could have did it without like, Letting everybody know what was going on, you know. I think they could have kind of put that on the table, but I don't know. I think that's the NFL way of probably doing it. So we're gonna expose it now. Like we'll do it, but so long as we tell everybody what's going on, you know. So right, it's, exactly. to me, it's not. It's not. They gotta let us know they're not racist. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know how fair it is. I, I would. I wouldn't want that that job right now. You know. So it's just yeah. one of those things. No, I feel you. I feel you on that. Um. Definitely different, you know, definitely interesting, but I wish it could be more organic too. Like you can't really just make it a requirement. It's not genuine then. So uh, moving on though, we do say we're getting ready for the NFL draft. It is going to be in Vegas this year. Um, it was supposed to be in Vegas in 2020, but of course that got derailed and um, it should be pretty cool. Back then they were talking about having the um, players walk out on the fountains of the Mandalay Bay and all that stuff. So hopefully they still some do some things like that. Vegas always tries to be over the top. So we'll see. Um, I had to throw my man Mel Kiper Jr. on here, though, because when I think of the draft, I think of this guy right exactly. here. Exactly. He's he's made a living just covering the draft. That's all he does. So these three days of the year is like his prime time. So that's my guy. But um, I am kind of getting excited for the draft. Also, I threw up there the Eagles and Saints did a little trade um, <laughs> to kind of shake up the first round a little bit. But I'm not sure exactly what um, 
what the Saints are going after. I'm I'm curious there. Same actually, I actually agree with you. Like the, you know, you never like behind closed doors, you never know what these guys are thinking, what their what their plans are. You know what I mean? So it's just it's one of those things. It's like even like 16 for 18. It's like, did they reach out to someone and that person's gonna take their pick? So they had to get two spots higher, you know what I mean? Like um, right. it's kind of weird, you know, was it eight, eight picks, something like that involved? Um I don't think I've ever seen anything like that happen before. That's crazy. That is a lot of picks, definitely, um, between now and then over the next couple of years. So yeah. we'll see. The Saints might be up to something. They definitely got to reload, though. Um, Come on, Pops. Pops said it was MacGyver. That's funny, though. That was a clip that this one uh, GM was like, who the hell is Mel Kuyper Jr.? Oh, okay. okay. And uh, he was questioning Mel Kuyper, Mel Kuyper's expertise. So uh, too funny, though. But, yeah, so we'll see. Anthony Weston says he thinks they're going to trade up again. So maybe uh, just acquiring picks to go ahead and get, get a little bit higher. Uh, we'll see. But there's always some surprises on draft day. So we'll see what's up with that. I know I'll be tuned in. They do the rounds kind of weird. You know, round one is on Thursday night, two and three on Friday night, and then the rest on Saturday. I kind of wish they would just do more, like, right away because the first round drags out long. And yeah. It's like that. Um, but – Let's see. Um, like I said, not too much for NFL talk. I do want to wrap it up with just a couple other interesting news things. Bobby Wagner going to the Rams, Devontae Parker being traded to the Patriots, um, and then potentially DK Metcalf on the trading block. Um, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. Like, what's up with that? Just because the Seahawks are rebuilding, or you don't want to be there, your quarterback gone. I'll be one of the there too. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. He try to go, to, go. He could go to the Broncos. Probably they could, they could use another receiver. So I don't know. I would, I would, I would actually take him to the Cowboys. I would take him too. So I it's funny you say that him. too. I think the receivers for uh, Denver are still on their rookie contracts. I think he's on his rookie contract deals too, uh, as well. So it's like they can afford it. They could definitely afford it. Yeah, no, I I agree. They could. We'll see where he lands. It's just crazy though. It's like. This offseason has already been so unexpected in so many moves. It's like almost like a whole new league. And to think that even more are still, you know, going to happen, um, I just can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm excited for next year already. Um, I also thought this this picture was funny just because DK Metcalf is so big, but standing next to Dikembe, he looks That's crazy, man. He looks so small, man, because he's huge. <laughs> yeah. Miss so, Stephanie. Stephanie coming in. Oh, Stephanie Washington. Hey, y'all. Uh, right. Welcome in. Also, we got to welcome in moms. Happy Slack Day. And uh, Kelly, I think, too. Happy Tuesday. Um, hope I caught everybody there. But, yeah, so um, definitely welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Strizzy, you alluded to it earlier. Gronk not really ready to, you know, commit to an NFL season. But I still have a feeling he's probably going to be back. You know, he feels like this is Yeah. So, um, other than that, Tyron Matthew, I know – Anthony Weston's still kind of interested in where Tyron Matthew lands, I think. But um, other than that, I don't know. Um, right. Let me see some comments real quick, though. Uh, Unk says ESPN hasn't said much about the incoming QB class. And it's crazy. This could be the first, like, first round where there's no quarterback drafted. Um, but we'll see. I have a feeling at least one or two will be going. But they're definitely a little bit on the weaker side this year. They're not hyping up anybody for sure. Yeah. Do, do y'all think um, uh, my guy with the Rams, you think he lost a step? Wagner, is that why he let him go? Or did he gonna bring? I think he probably did, but okay. he'll be valuable in the Rams, like the way they use him. Okay, he must, right? He is like kind of these are the last few years of the career, but still, I feel like Seattle's did him dirty because you should let him still live that out with your team. Oh, okay, you know? yeah. Um, but 
I don't know. I don't know. I still think uh, Pete Carroll messed that whole system. I think I think things would have been different. They they run the ball. They win the Super Bowl. I think they might get a, got like one more. I think that they they looked that different, you know. But I think that one mistake he did it ruined the whole team. Like they never recovered from it. I agree. I agree. They were on the verge of maybe being potential dynasty like two and three years, and then they lost it. That that's that's crazy. Um, and let me see over here. Anthony to relax with that comment. I got a feeling y'all gonna. I, I, I believe that too. I think I think that's. Uh, I think he'll do good there, dog. I think. I, I'm I not saying. He, here's the thing. I'm not saying he wouldn't, but we still need a left tackle. I don't think Baker's worth a first round pick. Problem is, we don't have picks two through five either. Well, so you, like you get a left tackle with no quarterback is is pointless. I, 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 still, I don't think going to be that good this year, so I'll, I'll take the bum season this year. We'll, we'll figure it out next year. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's my only thing. But at the same time, too, like, let's say we get Baker and we win seven games. Still probably okay enough for next year to get a left tackle. We, we basically upgraded the offensive line, like, all offseason. But, like, we're still, like, severely lacking a left tackle. Well, Baker's a competitor. He'll scramble around. You never know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, um, that's uh, that's <laughs> Wagner up there on on with the rounds. He's on the rounds, but his number yeah. gonna be his number gonna be forty five instead of fifty four. Oh, they flipped it. I got you. Yeah. Um, kind of got Pop says if Cowboys get Metcalf, uh, Unk says they won't. But I think I don't know. We'll <laughs> Probably not. That's fine. But yeah, but another domino to potentially fall. So so that's what's up though. Um. With NFL talk, we'll continue to monitor. But until the draft, you know, we're expecting things to slow down. Maybe a lot more picks moving around and stuff like that, like we've seen with the Saints. And um, but but maybe not too much things. But we'll definitely be watching. Let let you guys know uh, next week. But let's go ahead and move it move it on here. All right, NBA talk. Um, we're going to take a quick look at the um, different playoff scenarios for both the West and the East uh, real quick. The season is winding down. The season ends this Sunday, and then the play-ins, the play-in tournament starts next Tuesday. So um, just wanted to run through a few things. There are some games going on that impact uh, these teams. The Spurs, they're looking to lock their spot in the play-in. Um, if they win tonight and the Lakers lose tonight, then the Lakers are officially eliminated and the play-in would be like this, as you see it here. That this would be the one through ten for the West. So, uh, um, happen too. I think that that's what's going to happen. Um, I definitely want to talk a little bit more about the Lakers on our next slide. So, um, don't want to get into them too much yet um, because I definitely think that that's a point of contention. But um, the Suns, um, they're sitting back waiting to see. They have clinched the best record in the league. Um, so, congrats to them, and they'll, they'll play the whoever wins the tournament, the play-in, um, the number eight seed. Um, but I do want to have a quick conversation about the Suns and just about the West playoffs in general. And, and what do you guys think? Is there a clear-cut uh, winner here? Or or what are your thoughts on the West and how it might go in the playoffs? I, I think it's a clear-cut favorite. I think I don't think none of those teams can beat the Suns right now. So I think it's I think it's clear-cut. I think it's gonna the Grizzlies can give them a little challenge, but that's gonna be later on. So but right now I'm looking at that. The injuries again happened this year. Injuries helped the Suns out again. They didn't get injured, so they're going to be the type team. So I, I, I got them going back to the finals. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was just reading Anthony Weston's comments. The only team that could beat, uh, beat them is the Grizzlies. And I'd, I'd even say the only team that could potentially beat them is the Grizzlies. Um, Grizz look good, man. They, they look really, really good. Um, I think they played if they If both teams went out, they play each other in the Western Conference Finals. But, again, barring no injuries, I still think the Suns are the clear-cut favorite to get back. Warriors have they really fallen off. You know what I'm saying? Injuries, too. And even, but even before the step injury, they were still struggling a little bit. Um, yeah. Luka's been playing great, but the rest of their team ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like, the rest of the team just ain't going to help them get any further than probably the first round, if, if, you know, depending on who they play. Like Nuggets could beat them in seven, you know what I mean? And Clippers, the Clippers got back Paul George. He's been playing pretty well since he got back. So kind of, I think Marcus to... mentioned this uh, earlier. You know, don't count the Clippers up because they've been playing actually really, really well. And if the Suns don't, if the Suns, you know, play down to the competition. Clippers will get them. So uh, they have, they, have, they, have to, they definitely got to be careful in the first round if they play the Clippers. And they say it might be a surprise because why might get play playoffs? So. He's just been chilling all year. He better. He should be ready to play. <laughs> he should definitely be ready to go. I think he's just like I'm cool. <laughs> if if yeah. he if he plays, that's gonna be. I don't know if it'd be un, kind of unfair because <laughs> AC is like definitely could be way more than AC. You gotta play them first round, so that'd be kind of bad. But I, I still think the experience from the center last year is gonna help them out like this year. So that's why I think they're gonna yeah. be okay. Yeah, yeah. They know what they need to do to get through that that long playoff stretch. So, um. Unk says he thinks that the Suns have a chance, but Aiden needs to be more aggressive. Not going to happen. agree. Pop says, I'll maintain if healthy Warriors, Grizzlies, and Jazz can beat the Suns. You lost me yeah. they, 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 can, they can beat them in a game or two. They can't beat them in the series. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, and then Anthony West says the Pelicans were trying to tank it's still better than the Lakers. Yeah, it's pretty um, it's pretty embarrassing. And Anthony Lakers, fans, you know he would <laughs> Right. I guess yeah. is John Moran still hurt. He, I think he's still not playing, but he's ready to go. Or yeah, I, I think he's resting for playoffs. I think he, he played, but not. what's the point of playing right now? You already got the number two spot, so I think he's just resting now. And yeah. they're still playing so well without him. It's like, right. there's no he'll rush. Be, he'll, be, he'll be fine. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's move on from these West scenarios, and I did want to talk about what I think is the biggest disappointment, disappointment of the season so far. Just want to get this out of the way right now. We're gonna we're gonna bury it right now because I expect with you know, like we talked about with the win tonight for the Spurs and with the loss for the Lakers, the Lakers are officially eliminated from the playing contention. Uh, I expect that that's what's to happen. But um, is there any way to summarize like what went wrong here, or can you guys offer me any any words of encouragement or? Um, the whole thing is I think I don't think it was a Russell rush, but. I think it was they didn't have any shooting, and they they got a couple of players who who, who really didn't show up or some didn't even play. And on paper, I think they could have been good, but I just think uh, they had no shooting with Russell Rushbrook. So, I don't, like I said, I don't think I think getting Russell Rushbrook was a good idea. I think I think he could have could have played well with some shooters on the team, and then Anthony Davis not playing like so soft he did, and he he didn't play a lot either. I think it happened also, but missed a ton of uh, games this year. Yeah, so I just think. I think that's what it is, but I, I think it's a Lakers. I think they'll be back next year, but this year I think it was just, it was just too many old guys and who could have been, should have been, you know. But you got to get rid of those guys. And I on the team I would keep is uh, LeBron. So that's kind of how I feel too. I think I hope they do get rid of uh, Anthony Davis, um, Frank Vogel definitely out. They're already talking about news or speculation that he's gonna they're gonna part ways. 
And I did want to hear your opinions about this too. They're talking about the coaches potentially, Doc Rivers or Quinn Snyder. Um, that'd be pretty gangster, but it's like aren't the, both of those guys have jobs already, right? So yeah, but they know at the end, the end result gonna be they know they ain't gonna, they're not winning no championship. But I think Quinn Snyder would be good. I, think I do too. I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably take Quinn over Doc at this. Oh, point. that's easily, and I would, yeah. I would, I would try to. I think I, I think LeBron not playing tonight. I think he already knows what's gonna happen next year. I, I think he knows what's happening, and I think just kind of throwing out there. I think I'll go. I will go try to get, go get Cat. And I will go try to get Damon uh, Litter and go from there. And you right See back in. Get out of there. Yeah, that's real. But Queen sign up for sure. That's what I like too. Yeah, I, I think out of those, that would, that would be pretty gangster. He's a sneaky dude, um, but he's a really smart guy. Um, and I think he would get them to play hard and, and have the right strategy. Just, just exactly. I think that's what it would come down to. Like Quinn Snyder, like he, he wins, man. Like, and he wins with pieces that you'd be like, this man's got 50 plus wins with you know XYZ players, like it's crazy. So the, you know, the match imagine what he could do. Like, and I'm with Marcus too. I I'd say the exact same thing, go out and get cat, go out and get Dame. You know, Dame's gone, he's not gonna be there next year. No way. Gone. He's There's gone, no bro. way. He, he's definitely gone. Um, but <laughs> that would that, that could turn them around immediately. <laughs> Uh, I always say AD, he got to go. <laughs> I told you guys a problem getting ready for vacation. Yeah, Paul's yeah. right. Uh, Paul's is definitely right. But, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I think that would be huge. Uh, I know Bron's probably trying to get as many points as he can this year to make the, the scoring titles e- you know, easier next year. But right. kind of got to blow that team up, man. There's a lot of players on that team, even now, that used to be shooters that just ain't even hitting no more. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Kendrick I, Lund did t- like the whole year. The whole year. Didn't, play, yeah. didn't ever put on a, a jersey. I think, <laughs> I think he could have been a big help to him, man. I think he would have played. But I also think Frank Vogel would have got fired if they had just a kick on staff still. I think they don't have anybody else. Who going who gonna to replace him right now? That's what we were saying so, earlier. Like, who so, going to replace him if they let him go? I just think, I just think if Justin Kidd was there, I think he would have became the head coach, and I think he would have got the job for the next year. They played really good, but mm-hmm. you might as well go out with it, though, man. But it just – yeah. It's true, man. You look at the way the Mavs started the season. They started off really rough, too. Luka was struggling. They were struggling. Now they're, I think, they're fourth, I think, right now. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? So, and he, they're playing with nobody. You know what I'm saying? It's just Luka. You know what I mean? And Spencer didn't right. lose back. But aside from that, it's just him. They lost a lot of pieces, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm I need to stop messing around with this one. Don't. That ain't happening. No No way. No way. But also, um, you gotta watch out. You gotta watch out and see what Zion gonna go. You never know what Zion. Oh, true. About, so, trade Anthony Davis back to the Pelicans. <laughs> I'm still. No, no, it's there. Yeah, let him go. He got I think Anthony Davis got. I think he got satisfied with that championship. After they won a championship, I think he was like, oh, "I'm good now." And oh, yeah. yeah, that's how he carried himself. So yeah, you know, he came to do it, right? He can't get that ship, and it was a wrap after that. He was like, "Oh, I'm cool." Okay, I did want to talk about the. Um, Marcus, you mentioned it too, though, real quick. LeBron being out for tonight. So the Lakers have three more games left, and LeBron needs to play in two more games in order to qualify to get the scoring title this year. Um, so because he hasn't played the minimum games, he has to play at least like 58 games or 55 games or something like that. <clears throat> so if the Lakers are eliminated tonight, should LeBron come back and try to get the scoring title, or should he just shut it down for the rest of the season knowing that, like, it's over with? Yeah, you come back and play, but don't do it for the scoring title. You want to come back and play, but – don't they do play for you? Do want stats, but not not do it like that though. You know, that's 
You know, LeBron James, you don't need that. Cause what's the scoring title? What's they gonna do for you? Like, what's they gonna? Well, it would be he would be the oldest player ever to win a scoring title if he won it this year. Cause you already has he ever, has he ever even won a scoring title before? Yeah, this? he won one a long time ago. Actually, in he'd be the oldest player to win one, and it'd be the player with the most time in between because it had been like fifteen years in between winning them. Gotcha. So. That's why I think you might try to go for it, but it does look bad when it's like you're eliminated, yeah. you've been hurt all year, like, and you're gonna just try to go pad the stats. I don't know. Yeah, you can't do that because you already, you all, even though I love LeBron, he's the goat, but I still think he's patting the stats to get that scoring title too. So don't do, don't do this right here. Just go ahead and wait till next year, get the scoring title. Don't, don't do too. Don't be doing that too much. Though. Got you. Yeah. All right, Anthony Weston says there's talk about Calipari leaving Kentucky. I don't think that would happen, honestly. LeBron, I don't see that. LeBron, he won't respect him. Like, no, nah. <laughs> y'all lost, y'all lost the first round, and you are gonna try to come over here? No, nah, we good over here. <laughs> and cool. Calipari has it so good at Kentucky. Like, he he gets the best recruits every year, and there's not a lot of pressure on him to actually win titles because they know every four or five years he's gonna make a deep run. So, mm-hmm. uh, nah. I don't know. Don't do that. Kareem hating on LeBron. Yeah, that, I think they're gonna they're gonna patch that up. I think they, they they're supposed to be having dinner or something soon. So yeah. you know, Kareem, Kareem, Kareem is that old guy. You know, how you're looking back at my day. It's it's one of them things. I don't think it's big as people are making it out to be. No. He, yeah. he was hating though. He was, but it just they they'll have a dinner and they'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. You gotta he, think said, about he it. said too in a statement like that was that wasn't his intention. Like it it, it was. It sounded good. It was. But you gotta <laughs> think about it. He about to take my my scoring title. I had this for all these years, and he about to get it. I got. Oh, I feel something about this guy, you know. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's all it that is. Point. It's thinking okay, a little I bit, you. you know. Wait till I'm dead to get my going time. I'm alive. You gonna get it? I'm alive. <laughs> like that. Yeah. So I feel you. I feel you. And Stephanie Washington, she says that's an individual win, though, and I, and I agree. And that's the thing. It's like I guess LeBron has to decide, like, if that's all he can get anymore is those individual <laughs> wins, because that's what. I feel like this year the Lakers been losing and losing, but every game is like, well, he moved his second on the scoring title. Yeah. He's the first player with 10K, 10K this, you know? So it has been all individual successes. So, all what? right. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that one's for you, Marcus, too. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Is that a dog? What is that? Hey, <laughs> emoji. The Eastern What's Conference emoji? Tonight. I swear I'm going to try not to talk about the Lakers uh, much more at all anymore. So um, we can kind of – their season will be over by the time we see each other again. So um, <laughs> we'll just leave that right there. Um, the East, um, the East, Strizzy's heat leading. Um, even despite a little bit of turmoil, can you explain really quickly for us, Strizzy, like what happened with Jimmy Butler and Spo? Spo like what was up with that little snafu on the bench before we get into this? Oh, so <laughs> – so – like they that, like they were they were struggling right so like they have that game and I think they lost like four straight like the most games they've lost consecutively in seasons right and it was all just effort they were playing horribly Jimmy gave up like a really like bad easy three pointer was super lazy so they got back and Spo said something to him so he chopped back at Spo and then uh, <laughs> you know said Ohead over there uh, Haslam. Got pissed off because he's like a spo writer. Like, don't don't talk nothing to my coach. Right. He was, he's like, he's been giving me these checks all these years. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. He was like, ain't nobody talking mess about Spo because I'm out here writing this bench getting paid. So uh, and that's just basically what happened. And then like I, I don't know if Spo like threw it down to try to light a fire under them, because it was 
to me, it was kind of unnecessary, you know what I mean? But Yeah, he threw, like, the folder down on the ground. <laughs> yeah, he looked at the clipboard down all hard, and they just kept going back at each other, him and, him and Jimmy. Um, and then we continued to lose more games after that. Uh, <laughs> they're back to their winning ways, you know what I'm saying? They're winning again, but it was rough, man. It was rough. Yeah, that was definitely interesting. Back to see them winning, that's good. But um, Anthony Weston says, you know, if they get that first-round spot, they could potentially see Brooklyn. Do you think the Heat want that first-round spot? Is that why? They were chilling or they, what? I don't think they did, but I also feel like the Nets are still kind of what they were earlier to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, they've gone through tough patches. They're finally kind of healthy again. You know what I mean? But, like, even last night, imagine KD going over 55 and Kyrie going over 31 and still losing. You know what I mean? Like, so it's – there's it. they have two of the greatest – like, two of – potentially the greatest X factors in the NBA. So like there's always the potential, but team wise, I just don't see them as a team being in seven. Yeah. I got no, you. I think they, they shut Ben down. I think. I'll keep bringing this guy up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's not sorry. He's as sorry as a person. I would say that, but as a player, he's, he's still, He's good as a person, me a player, and I still think if he came and played, I don't think the the, the Nets would get beat. But the without without him, you see what's going on, you know, because they they lost Harden too. So I thought that was gonna be easily in the seventh spot right now by now, but they they still losing games and they playing hard, but they not they winning games. I mean, they're, they're, it's like one game though. I think like between like nine, ten, nine, eight, it's like one game behind or something like that decided. So they could go yeah. from ten to like ten to eight, like super quick. But you, I, can, I don't think you can't, you can't lose to the Bucks, and you gotta lose to the Hawks back to back. And right and now, Hawks. right now you're in a ten spot. So I still think they keep that ten spot. They got a chance, but it's not gonna be easy. You are gonna have to fight to get the eight spot, and then you gotta play the Heat first round. So, like yeah. I said, if if Ben Simmons comes back, I don't think they'll get beat. But if he, if he, if he don't come back. Durant has to play defense and offense. It's going to be kind of hard on him. So he needed Ben Simmons to come in there and help out with that defense. Yeah. But I don't know. He's he is he's definitely a soft guy, but I don't know. That's what worries me. For him to come back and not play one game this year, I, I know what he brings to the table as a you know, point guard and defense player. It just – that worries me a little bit. Like, they haven't played – they struggle because they haven't played very many games together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And Ky- Kyrie and – you know, you bring in Ben Simmons, who Jimmy's going to be in his head all game. Yeah. And Will, too. You know what I mean? So, I see what you're saying because he does bring that defensive aspect. And, you know, he can be the point guard that KD shouldn't have to be. Because KD has been throwing up like eight, nine, ten dimes lately. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. But I see what yeah, you're man. saying, though. If he can come in and just automatically be help, I see what you're saying. But chemistry is so big in the NBA. You know what I mean? To me, like, mm-hmm. it's such a big deal. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. They it's gonna be tough on, but I, I, I won't have the Bucks. I think it'll be a rematch, man, from last year. So, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be tough. Being there. That's kind of what I'm thinking about in the East too. Either the Bucks or the Sixers, if they can get on the roll and sneak through. I would but, put the I would say the Bucks Celtics. I'll put the Celtics over the Sixers. Oh yeah, Cause they they playing good ball they right now, really well right now. Yeah. I said they, like, they were they was terrible. They in the number two spot now. I'm like, God. Yeah. Hey. Man, I said a couple weeks ago, I was like, the Celtics are a team I didn't want to play right now, man. They're playing really, really well. Yeah. No, you're right. 
We'll see, though. I do think the East is going to be a battle. I do think that there's a lot more teams that are, like, viable for that top spot in the East um, versus, like, how the West is looking right now. So um, that's what's up with that, though. It is crazy to see the Nets and the Lakers, though, both kind of just, like, plummeted this year after, like, what we were expecting at the beginning of the year. So, yeah. Bro, they were one and two favorites at the beginning of the season for the championship. Mm. Can you, you imagine everyone who put that money down? Like, right, mm. right. Yeah, so. That's <laughs> I, just saw, I just saw on put, he said Sherman saw. That's funny, man. That's, <laughs> that's funny, man. That's good. Yeah. If Sherman oh, was smart, I would give I want to address that too. Pop said Butler on the move again. Remember, remember when he got traded to Miami and I was like, I like it, but I'm nervous about it. That was what I was nervous about. Not how good Jimmy is and what he brings to the table, but just the <laughs> Jimmy is as a yeah. person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what yeah. so like, I think they're good now. I think they're doing all right. They, they won their last two or three in a row. I think they're about to win another game right now, but still, man, it's crazy. No, that's what's up, though. All right. Um, I think we'll go ahead and wrap NBA talk up, like, right there. But like I said earlier, season ends Sunday. The play-in starts next Tuesday. So we'll be back to talk about exactly what those play-in matchups are and kind of those scenarios uh, as we look forward to to when the real basketball starts when we get into um, these these four-game series or these seven-game series. So, all right, let's keep it moving. Let's go ahead and jump into our uh, last official, official topic of the weekend. So what's next again? Other sports? Oh yeah, yeah, other sports. Okay, yeah. so so not like not football. Yeah, yeah, not basketball. We did that already. Oh okay, like like hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah like hockey. Hockey. hockey feel okay, me? Okay, like like oh like baseball. Yes you know sir. Yes sir. Like like soccer, right? There we go. Like soccer. Like other sports. Yeah. All right, other sports. Um, starting off with MLB. The season starts Thursday. We are very excited for opening day. And there's a couple things we wanted to run through just to like kind of let everybody know what's different and what's new for this season. Um, the first thing for sure being the designated hitter is now on both sides. So no more uh, pitchers hitting in either league. Um, I'm definitely excited about that. Hopefully it'll be more offense, but also more players that are like DHs that can't really, you know, play in the field or having a chance to, to um, have more jobs and stuff like that. So um, that's what's up. The other next two things, double headers will be nine innings and the playoffs expanded to 12 teams. Those two things were kind of implemented only for uh, COVID times where, you know, double headers were shorter. And then um, now we have a full playoff field as well. And then um, lastly, no automatic runner at second base at the start of extra innings. That's another thing they had done to kind of speed up the games before. So just some quick things. But uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about for sure and get your guys' opinions on is, there's a new anti-sign stealing device that's going to be used by catchers that uh, MLB has approved. And so that's what you see the catcher using um, up there on the top left. But it's like a little pad, and they can input the pitch that they want. And then the um, the pitcher is wearing like a little earbud, and it tells them what the pitch should be. So um, what do you guys think about that? Um, would you Was that something you would use, or would you just want to use the traditional signs? Or what do you think? Yeah, baseball traditional. So you got that's that's weird. I don't think that's gonna last. I I don't I don't think so. That's that's kind of weird. I know, like you would never see that, like especially like with the the certain scandals and things that they use electronics to 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 maneuver. And now that they're like bringing it to this side, they're like, okay, now we can use uh, electronics to combat that. It is kind of interesting that baseball would go that far, but I'm kind of I want to see how it works too. Strizzy, would you use it for your fastball or what? I don't know, man. I, it, 
I guess I'm curious on like how loud it is. You know what I mean? Like, will that take away from other things? Like, I mean, granted, you look at you know players stealing with your peripheral. You know what I mean? But yeah. you got a player to your to your left that's in your left ear. You know, on on first base, not yelling at you like yo, you know. But you got the yeah, you got the catcher putting his stuff in. I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess we'll see how how it works, how it goes. But you're right, Marcus. I think like baseball is such a traditional sport, and and I understand trying to like you know move on and you know with the times and stuff like that. Everything's so digital and everything like that. But I don't know the, the sign stuff still just kind of it's just baseball. You think you know baseball? You think all the sign the signing and what right? Do you you think like, like they got to be doing all this yeah, stuff? You know exactly. What I'm saying? Like, you know, you know, doing the signs. Um, I don't know. It is interesting, but one thing I forgot to mention too is right now they also have like I think three additional fielders can also have the earbuds so they can hear what the pitch is. So like okay. the shortstop or whatever, if they want to like kind of position themselves based on what the pitch is going to be. So um, I don't know. Kelly says feel, feels right for cheating or hacking, and that's one thing that they were talking about. Right, they're concerned like okay, well if we're using this, could they like tap into it and then just hearing the pitches? Um, but they're kind of saying it's similar to the technology they use for like. Go, um, you know, um, the helmet, right? Where the offensive coordinator talking to oh, okay. So, and it's like a secured line or whatever. Oh, okay, you um, put it that way. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, footballs use this kind of stuff. We're just trying to use this stuff. But this particular one, uh, Pops is telling them about the people that created it. This particular device that they're using was actually created by magicians. And they would use it when they're doing like a two person team to like code and signal things to their other partner on the stage. And so that's why it's like smaller and more compact. And baseball actually decided to retrofit those little signalers um, to using it for their for their pitchers. So kind of crazy. Um, the only thing with that is, and it happened in the NFL too. The quarterbacks' technology it don't work all the time either. So like, true when it's, when it's not working, it's like cold or something, or rainy or something. Like then, what you gonna do? You got you gotta go back to the traditional stuff. So if I'm a pitcher, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with that. I ain't gonna depend on that. I got you. Cause yeah, if it does fail and now you're not ready or you're not on the same page, like, cause you're relying on that and it's not going to work. So um, that's true. All right. Last thing I did throw up here and pops mentioned it too. Um, the Royals, he says the Royals are going to win the world series. I didn't want to get a prediction, but he also says Bobby Witt jr. The rookie of the year. So that's who we got over here on the right. That's like the number two prospect in baseball. The Royals did announce today that he did make the, um, the the starting club, he's going to be uh, called up to the majors and he's going to start at third base for them. So that's pretty exciting. He's supposed to be one of these up and coming potential future stars. So uh, being a Royals fan, you know, that's that's definitely exciting. But um, I don't know if he'll be able to take them all the way to the World Series. But I did want to get your guys' predictions um, to say, do you guys have any early, early predictions for the World Series? I don't know. I don't know enough about baseball to to do that. So I'm a I'm a pass. I feel it's, you. Yeah, it's kind of tough, man. Like, like I'm watching the Cubs. They've been playing pretty well. They've been scoring some runs, dog. Like they like offensive. They've been scoring like crazy. Um, but again, the Dodgers. You know, they make the right moves every year, so you know they're probably going to be up there. They might not win it all, but you know they're going to be up there for sure. Right. Um, but you know, you know, I love riding with my Cubs. We'll see how they do. But it's preseason still. It's anything the league it doesn't start till what? Uh, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. So we'll see what happens when the, the season officially starts. Um, you know, it's kind of preseason right now, but uh I agree, uh, yeah. I feel yeah. like it is kind of it is kind of early to, to call it, especially because spring training was shortened too. So right. I feel like we won't get a good feel for these teams until at least like a month into the season. So um, yeah. my early favorite is Dodgers, though. I think they're gonna do it. So yeah. 
Anthony Weston says Angels Dodgers. Yeah, so we'll see. But we'll be back to baseball. You know, we cover baseball lightly. We're not the deepest on baseball, but um, we'll make sure we got you guys know what kind of what's going on in the highlights. Um, but did want to talk about uh, last night um, the NCAA madness, March Madness, Kansas beating UNC. It was a tough one, but Strizzy, what um, happened to your boys? They just ran out of gas or what? Uh, Kansas is a team that's just um, they're they're more mature, they're older, they have a lot more veterans on their team. They're not they're not as young as UNC. So I'll tell you before the show, man, when we when we went out, when we went into halftime with 15 point lead. I just never felt comfortable, dog. Like, usually, you know, you got a good lead in college basketball. You're like, okay, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Even if they catch up, we'll be all right. But uh, I just, I don't know. I, did, I didn't feel good about it. And then we just started the second half really, really slow. Um, Love, one of our guards, got hurt. And then he stayed in the game the entire time and never really got out to check on him to see if he was, you know what I mean, like to the severity of his injury. But he, he couldn't move. Like, he couldn't move again until, like, the last, like, three, four minutes in the in the second half. So, they were really abusing the fact that they were really playing four on five basketball, you know, and that's coaching. I get it. He's one of our best players, but you got to, you got to bring him out. You got to bring somebody in at least until you figure out what's wrong with his ankle. Um, But uh, it was, it was a good game. UNC wasn't supposed to be there at all. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like until they went on that run towards the end of the season, uh, they had them missing the entire, missing the tournament in in, in its entirety. So uh, they beat a lot of really good teams to get there. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, future's bright. You know what I mean? Future's bright. Yeah. No, I feel you. I, I, I get what you're saying, too. They were kind of an underdog, even though it's, <laughs> like, they're never really an underdog because it's North Carolina, you know? Right. Um, but um, – He's right. Kansas always got eight seniors, man. It's, <laughs> it's eight-year seniors. It's crazy. Yeah. Staying around but, forever. But, but we do yeah. got to give a shout-out to Steven Springfield, though. He did win our March Madness bracket tournament. So, congrats right. to him. Frizzy was in second place, so – uh, so that's what's up. I knew after uh, last weekend that I had no reason to monitor that. So, um, and then the last thing over there, Coach K's last ride. You know, he he rode out uh, with that loss to North Carolina in the Final Four, and that's it for him. But great career and all that. But me personally, I'm kind of overhearing about him. I'm like, I'm ready to be done with the whole Coach K thing. So. I think Duke and UNC is one of the you know still to this day one of the biggest rivalries in all sports. And to be able to shut Coach K out twice was like. <laughs> Oh man, I was hyped. Beat him in his last game, kicked him out of the tournament, man. I was like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, all right. Well, for me, especially until next year, college basketball, because I won't be watching again until the March Madness again. I just have a hard time with college basketball, but the tournament's fun. But beyond that, I can't really be doing it. So we'll yeah. see. But I'm with Anthony Weston on this. I'm probably never going to pick Gonzaga again because every time they just, you know, can't do it. So. Marcus, did you pick Kansas or no? I thought you picked Kansas. No, 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 no. They was in the Final Four. Okay. But I thought I thought uh, North Carolina was going to win that game, but Man, I, they, I, I think I think most of that was coaching. I yeah. think uh, you're about 15. You can't you can't come out and let uh what's his, what's the big guys number five? Uh, Bill Cott. You can't let him shoot shoot start shooting jumpers. Yeah, like you can't, you can't, you can't do that. I, I think he kind of kind of got, got away from what, what they were doing. Like forty five, he didn't get no shots until late. Like it was kind of weird how they were doing. So yeah. I think uh, Herbert David was too hyped. Like like you need to calm down. Like, he yeah, was he was way too hyped, man. It, it wasn't. It was way too too soon for that kind of stuff. And yeah. I, I think they his lineup number four, the point guard. I think he was messing up at kind of towards the middle. So you should take him out a little bit, give him a little breather. But he left him in the whole game. Yeah, now, like it went away from that thing. 
And I think I think level was okay. I think you know you 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 kind of walking and running. You kind of took the ankle a little bit. It, yeah. it hurt for a little while, but it come back. I think he was doing well, but I just think they just they just I don't know. It was bad coaching, I think. But yeah. and, and he, he he did end up kind of turning things around. It was just it was late. Like he he still wasn't able to like you see him like kind of gimping up and down the court, and it was frustrating for me because I'm like defensively they're kind of abusing him right now. You know they're taking advantage of the fact that he's hurt. So he I takes some like, bad shots too. You, sometimes yeah. you need three pointers. Well, he missed. I think he missed every shot after the injury. I don't think he scored again after that. So that's wrong. Yeah, even even the layup, like he was driving. They just weren't falling. They were getting some putbacks. But that's what. But that's what coach would come and play when you exactly. They, he he was he was beating the guy on the dribble every time. So when you beat yeah. the guy on the dribble, I'm gonna tell him, hey, when you beat it, they'll come at you, dump the ball off. Right. The guy right there, and he'll dunk, put the ball in. Right. He was trying to be the hero, and it was just it was done. It was done. And if they do that, Balcott probably doesn't get hurt. You know what I mean? It's like you said, they were giving it to him too far out. Yeah, and he's uh, he was taking too many jumpers. You know, he's taking too many too many jumpers and all that other stuff. So, yeah, it, it was a lot. I think coaching played a huge role in it. Like Marcus said, uh, a lot of things he should have done differently as a coach. But his was first Coach was okay too? That was kind of scary when he was like throwing up and stuff. You seen that? Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, was he was he good though? Yeah, he don't play oh, okay. that much. He don't. Oh. He doesn't play that many minutes. So he you was getting a lot of. You, you see what happened? No. Yeah, it was kind of scary. He was walking. He was running down court like even in cast was like, "Hey, check him out." He was like, couldn't breathe. Yeah. He bent over and started throwing up on the court. It oh, was kind of wow. weird looking. I don't it was know, like, man. it was like it wasn't even. He was food, like, good. Though. He, was he like, kept him in the game. He was he was doing good. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that really hurt us. Dang. That is crazy though. But even after all that, when Kansas stepped out of bounds at the end, I was like, oh, dang, maybe they have a chance to send it to overtime. <laughs> like, I was like, wow. Like, so it was still a close game. So, oh, Pop oh, said he got Okay, I missed that. that. I, I, see, that. I thought it was kind of weird because he just literally, like, he was walking. Even the Kansas players were like, yo, like. Yeah, we're like, yeah, something wrong with him. Yeah. yeah. And that, that number 11, man. Martin, he, he hit three great – Three big threes too. Big threes. Kind of open it up. I was like, Ew. it was three ugly shots. He too. Hit were huge. Yeah, that was yeah. ugly shots too. Like he ain't gonna make that. It went ready. I was like, oh, okay. What's funny too is so uh, Remy Martin used to play for uh, Arizona State, and he was a part of the two teams that eliminated Kansas both years in the tournament. Wow. And now he plays for him, won a championship with him. Dang, that's crazy. That's wild. Yep. Right. That's All right, bad. that's what's up, though. Congrats one last time to Kansas on that. Um, our last topic of the night, though, Marcus, I need you to to kind of um, to kind of take us home on this one. Yeah, um, we're excited um, to hear that Tiger is going to, as of right now, um, participate in the Masters this year. What do you think? That's incredible, man. Him, 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 just saying it, it's incredible. Like he don't, he don't have to win. He can, he can miss the cut and all that, but. We thought he wasn't gonna make it. We thought he was gonna lose a leg. We thought he'd never play again. That's and today it was like the the coolest thing. And the best part about it is they said Tiger, he said you wouldn't be trying to play the master you couldn't win. Do you think you could win? He said for sure. Like yeah, I could yeah. win this thing. And for him to say that, it was like okay, you gave me some chill. I was like, golly, like I was so pumped that I wanted to go give me my clubs and go just go to the range and start doing something out there, man. Cause he it's so cool, man. Like he's he and Tiger, like it's like Jordan. They both they knew they was the, the greatest of all time. Like he know he's the greatest. You know what I'm saying? So him going to the interview, him that swag he got. Like he know these guys. They've been playing all year. He ain't, he haven't even played. And for him to say, "Yeah, I know I could beat them," I was like, "God, that's crazy." And the guys give him so much respect. And they're like, "Yeah, he could, he can do it." 
like I said, he could he could even miss a cut, but for him to even go out there to compete after all this, after all he's been through, man, it's like it's incredible, man. I can't I can't wait to Thursday, man, just to see him go out there. So yeah, I'm sick, man. It's an exciting day. I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna be watching. I hope he makes the cut. I hope he does well. Um, but like you said, just him participating, um, is is, is so dope and i do believe him though when he says that like he wouldn't be doing it if he doesn't feel like he can be competitive he, he's not gonna go out there to try to embarrass himself so for sure um, and and, so and the way the way that the way it's going right now because it's raining a lot right now it's gonna be cold so it's gonna be kind of like these new guys they don't really he, he's won this thing five times to we to win even one major is hard to do one he done this this whole this major right here five times and this is the only major that's in the same city same spot every year so right. it's gonna it's gonna go to it's gonna be in his advantage because he's gonna uh it's gonna be cold it's gonna be kind of wet so he know where not to go he know what what not to do you know what I'm saying so he's gonna have the advantage of all these guys because he's been there and done that and he can slip in there and, and do this thing man so it's like oh, I can't wait man I'm just I'm pumped though yeah if it's sad though yeah what's that I was gonna say it's crazy that I really I'm I'm liking golf is my favorite sport right now it's like it's crazy, <laughs> It's kind of crazy to say that, but it really is. I'm, I'm more excited about this than I am basketball football right now. So that's what's up. That's what's up. That's crazy. But you've been putting in the work too, and so you have a whole new appreciation for it. Um, yeah, yeah, man. So that's what's up, though. I love it, though. And I love what you brought to our show with the golf, too. You've gotten us uh, way more on covering it and everything like that. So that's what's mm -hmm. up. But, um, but yeah, if if Tiger would win his sixth green jacket, that would be incredible. Um, that would be big time. But not even this year. I think I think he's gonna win it again. He might not win it might not this year, but I think he can do it. I, I think he's gonna pass up Jack Nicholas, and that's what he's going. He won't ever tell nobody that. But that's why if he if he already had it, he wouldn't have came back. Right. He's coming, he's coming back for that. He he know he's gonna get it. So for a reason, yeah. yeah. I agree. We'll just see too though. This is gonna be his first time walking the course in a long time. You know, you can't use a card at this course or anything like that. So um physically, hopefully he holds up. But I'm I'm excited to see it. We'll, we'll definitely be there for it. So yeah, that's what's up. So, like I said, that was our last topic of the day. Go ahead and shut this thing down um, real quick. Do you guys have anything else you want to um, to mention before we kind of wrap up the show? We're, we're a little ahead of schedule, which is dope, though. You know, not a lot of NFL and gotta go, gotta go behind you. Oh, yeah. So I got Mickey Mouse today. <clears throat> this is Space Mountain Mickey Mouse. Um and it's the first in a series of 12. They're going to do a new one every month, so we'll see. I don't know, but possibly more Mickey Mouse is coming soon. Um, but y'all know that that's my thing. I always got to have a different couch friend. So, um, But, yeah, and then also this Lakers blanket. It might be it might be this last show. I don't know. <laughs> you might have to fold it up and set it, set it aside for just a second. I don't know, because I, as much as I love the blanket, it's just, you know, it's, it's bringing me pain right now. You might have to have a video with like some slow motion and sad music. <laughs> Just yeah. Holding it up, <laughs> putting it away. Yeah. Putting it away. Like, do not open until like whatever next year, whenever it starts next year. So, um, and I, I, I got a comment on another post, Pop May. I love you too, Pop. Yeah, put that on there. You know how, how we feel about stuff. But yeah, love you too, Pops. But, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know about the Lakers. I think it's a ramp. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's a wrap too. Um, free will. He's stupid. Anthony Weston says free will. Um, Pop says, I hear you, Marcus. He says, I watch soccer when AJ's not around. And that's one that, yeah, we 
we kind of we didn't we weren't always into soccer, but I got really into it. And then Pops would wake up early to watch it with me, and now he's like he's on it too. So it's fun <laughs> discovering like new sports. So is it is it is it like a, a like a, something going on with soccer right now, or is it regular soccer? Well, the World Cup qualifying just ended, and they set the group stages for that. So USA did make it into the World oh, okay. Cup, but That's that'll good. start later. Um, and then right now, my team Arsenal is doing pretty good in their respective league. Um, they're in the top four, so hopefully they can hold on. But They've definitely bounced back, but no, soccer's just kind of chilling right now. They're on like a little bit of a break after the everybody was coming back from their World Cup team. So that's what's up with soccer. But yeah, I think that's pretty good. Um you said um you said new merch is coming soon. When can we well I'm just I'm rebranding? So oh, okay. The merch site will definitely be updated. I got some new logos and stuff coming. So like, yeah, I guess you could say new merch is coming soon or whatever, but the whole site's gonna be be updated. I'm gonna I'm making a website as well for it. So website, merch site, LLC, all that fun stuff coming soon. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, we're definitely excited about that. Um, and anything we can do to help, you know what I'm saying? You know we're here to support you. Uh, Always. So Always. That's what's up. It's love. Um, I think we did. I think we, I think we made it to another week. Uh, we'll be back next week with for episode 137. But I do want to thank all the slackers, thank all the comments, uh, engagement. We love that. Don't be afraid to hit the like button on your way out. And um, and we'll be back, as always, with you. Um, and we're also going to be starting up Secure the Bag again pretty soon. We're, we're thinking about doing like an NBA playoff format edition of that so we can kind of talk about the series matchups uh, over like a little bit of a longer term. So look, look forward to that soon. Um, but until then, we'll see you next week for episode um, 137 next week already. So, yeah, it's your boy, A-Dumb. And your boy, Shizzy. Peace out, man. I'll get your taco, dog. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.